Then we both know what you have to do. No. Not when we could be minutes away from a cure. Uh, can we really take that risk? It's not risk. It's hope. And anyone who's seen a zombie movie knows that that's the key to survival. Plus, it's also your name, and that's gotta mean something. Oh, kid. How do you do it? See all these movies? AV Club. No. No, how do you stay so... upbeat? And I'm Noah, and you're listening to A Bite Up, where we take our current favorite pop culture obsession and enjoy it one zombie nibble at a time. Ooh, A Bite Up means totally different thing this episode. we gonna bite your favorite Avengers. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hi. Hi, you guys. Hi, you guys. So we're like... Over halfway with what if. Before we get into it and everything, you know, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at a bite of pod, and we have a Patreon. You can join that, support us in a different way. It's great. But so we're, <laughs> we're more than halfway with what if. How are you feeling about it? I'm really curious. I'm I've been like wanting to ask you this, but I didn't want to know the answer until I asked you on here. Okay, well listen, I don't think you're gonna like my answer. Probably not. That's why I wanted to ask. Okay, because I'm over it. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. Let's cut this out. <laughs> we still have like four episodes. It's not that. I think my thing is, is like, there's, it feels like there's no joy in any of it. There was. Well, no, no, no. So like. <laughs> the first right, two exactly, episodes. <laughs> exactly. And that's it. And they just keep getting worse. And I feel like with this one, like they kept, they kept trying to like crack jokes, but it was like horrible things were still happening so it's just kind of like i think i would like to see at least one or two more of these like alternate universes where it doesn't end with the end of the world well i mean that's kind of what superhero things are right the end of the world is happening so that's where the story is being told yeah but the whole point of a superhero story is that we have that moment of oh no you know when people got snapped for five years but guess what they all come together again and they save everyone yeah these last couple ones have been kind of depressed i think with like the whole thing with what if and it being like alternate universes and alternate timelines they can just destroy them and be like oops i mean we can't tell this in the normal one but we can tell it in this one but i think the thing that bugs not bugs me about it and i know there is like one overarching narrative with it sure I'm just not clear what that is yet. I know the Watcher is like the constant through line, which, I mean, five episodes in, last episode, he kind of made himself known to people. But other than that, I'm I'm like waiting. I'm like, okay, is this series just going to drop some really big like phase four bombshell? You know what I mean? It's like, how is this going to tie into the MCU canon? I mean, it's sort of feeling like there's no hope. In the I got last it. two episodes. I got it. <laughs> um, but that it might not. Right. You know, it might not tie to anything. It has to. And it would be more fun for me if they kind of got into the realm of some of the more wackier ones that, you know, especially if they're not going to tie together, like some of the wackier ones that the comics got into, like, like I don't know, like Peter's bitten by a radioactive bunny and he becomes Bunny Man. You know, I don't think that's a real story. But do you know what I mean? Like, let's have... Just a little more fun. 
No. Why? I don't know. I have right, no idea. Right, exactly. I have no idea. Exactly. So, okay, like it, it they just, are bleak. They yeah, are bleak. They're bleak. Yeah. And 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 especially like this one, like not to get like too like thinking about it, but <laughs> we're still in the middle of a pandemic. You know what I mean? Or we're in whatever time frame of a pandemic. It's like, I don't need to know about another world where there's another pandemic. Well, zombies. You know what I mean, though? <laughs> it's like, you know, don't breathe on your neighbor or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> don't bite your neighbor in this world. <laughs> Spoilers. Spoilers. Don't bite your neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. There's spoilers ahead. So just so everybody knows, obviously, if you have not watched the latest What If episode, we're going to be breaking it down and talking about it from here on out. Yep. But before we do that, let's kind of take a little step back and look at the most depressing episode yeah. so far. Before we before we bite into this depressing episode, yeah. let's look at a different type of depressing episode. So in What If Episode 4, what if Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands? Uh. Uh, in this universe, Doctor Strange is led to the mystical arts through the same car accident but instead of having his surgical skills taken away from him, it is Christine. His grief drives him to discover a way to bring her back, but no matter how many times he tries to rewrite the past, he still loses his love. This drives him to an ancient library where he steals the powers of countless magical beings only to become a monster himself that destroys the universe. The Watcher makes himself known, but it's all too late. Yep. And Sad. that's that. Yeah. That one I liked that episode a lot. I thought the writing was fantastic. I liked that it was a different type of Doctor Strange that nobody has seen in the MCU. I mean, I think people he's only had one movie, and other than that, he really hasn't been in the movies. People know Iron Man, Thor, Captain America, Spider-Man, but yeah. people don't know Doctor Strange, and I'm excited for them to get to know him. I will say that about this series, about what if, is that it puts other characters in the spotlight. Yeah, Tony has really not been a focus, neither has Cap, which I've been, even though the first episode was based around Steve Rogers' story and Cap's origin, yeah. it was Peggy Carter. So yeah. it, it is cool that it's like they're using this to piggyback and then also show different characters. They're using this to piggyback? I knew you were going to. Yeah. As I was like processing <laughs> what I was going to say in my head, I was like, he's going to have it. He's going to say it. <laughs> well, if you think about it, the two episodes that Tony Stark was in, he dies. Or he's already dead in this one. Yeah. I mean, we've seen so many of our characters die in this show. That's like bringing the tallies of how many times we've seen these characters in the NCU die very high. Yeah. It also kind of feels a little like, it's like, oh, what would I be in an alternate universe? Well, according to what if you're dead. Yep. No matter what. Every possible outcome. Right. Dead. Exactly. Always. Unless you're Peggy Carter, then yeah. you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I, I, I'm pretty sure. Now, do your little 15 second skip on this part if you don't want to know. Maybe a spoiler for the rest of the series. Oh. But there is a still that came out that shows a strange supreme with. Captain Carter, like they're talking, they're face to face. So, Ooh. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming that maybe starting next week, or you know, we're running out of episodes here, so we're gonna see if this all ties together, or if there was some big purpose for all of this. I, so, like, let's just for a minute think about it, right? So, when we last saw her, she was bursting out of some sort of Cthulhu time warp thing, but with tons of exploding tentacles. Well, they both had the episode that had the tentacle. Well, guy. right. And then that's the connection is that yeah. he took the tentacles 
from the guy. So did she destroy the tentacle monster or did he destroy the tentacle monster and she just happened to be in the world where he took the tentacle well, he monster only, from? He only took the tentacles. He didn't take the monster. But I mean, he like sliced the tentacles off. So, and then when she came out, some tentacles came out with her that had gotten sliced off. Yeah, maybe he has like 50,000 tentacles. I don't know. I'm just saying, maybe it's the same moment. Yeah. She was there when he took the thing. Maybe. All right, before we do any more of these kind of crazy connections, let's get into it and officially take a bite of What If Episode 5, What If Zombies? I'm very happy that this week's title was one word instead of the long sentence that last week's was. And I do love that there are both an exclamation point and a question mark. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> very true. Exciting. <laughs> so before we break down this episode, the voice cast for this one, everybody is literally the same except for one glaring missing person, Tom Holland. Yeah. He is not playing Spider-Man, but musician and madman actor Hudson Thanes Fills in as Peter Parker. So, there you go. It's weird. Why? Why? Why are some of these guys... It's interesting. It's like maybe they were filming or... Yeah, it's got to be scheduling stuff because so many of them have come back, you know, for one or two. I think it would be different if like none of them came back, but it's got to be scheduling stuff. Yeah, because most of them come back except for like certain ones. But it's weird. Every single episode, like one person is different. Mm-hmm. It's weird. I don't know. What if we got a what if series with everybody coming back? <laughs> what if? But I think he did a good job. I, I really did not notice. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I In watching it the first time, I was like, oh, that could be Tom Holland. And then I saw that it wasn't. And then listening back, I'm like, okay, yeah, it is a little different, but he did a good job. Yeah. If Once you know that it's not him, you're like, oh, okay. Uh. Yeah, I got it. I got it. All right, so after his time on Sakaar and Thor Ragnarok, Bruce Banner returns to Earth to warn his fellow Avengers about Thanos. But when he arrives at the Sanctum Sanctorum, he is unable to find Doctor Strange. But we do see his cloak of levitation just watching him, watching him sit there. He goes outside, hoping to find someone to discuss the imminent danger with, but he's met by Emity Ma and Cole Obsidian, two members of the Black Order, just like in Avengers Infinity War. So that puts a timestamp. On where this episode is. It's literally happening at the beginning of Avengers Infinity War. And if you're wondering why Thor is not there or maybe Loki, they were busy. You know, Loki was busy dying and, you know, Thor is stuck on the ship with the last of the Asgardians. So that's why he's not here. <laughs> yeah. And when when Hulk lands in the in the Sanctum Sanctorum, he says Thanos is coming. Right. The whole point is that he's supposed to be warning them. Mm-hmm. But them is not there. There's nobody. Nope. <laughs> But before Ma can finish explaining why he's come to Earth, they are killed by Iron Man, Doctor Strange, and Wong. Bruce believes their actions to be overkill, but then realizes that they are flesh eaters, and they're zombies, and it's not great. Mm-hmm. So right off the bat, we get, okay, they're zombies, it's already happening. Sorry about it. Num nums. With some assistance with, of the, how do you say that? With the assistance from the Cloak of Levitation, the Wasp and Spider-Man save bruce from the attacks Mm -hmm. but i did not i did not appreciate these flying ants eating people i'm not okay with i'm 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 one that will save insects and stuff but like i don't know why that grossed me up more than the actual zombies eating people it was also like a swarm yeah and it was like were they just tearing them apart but then if they're eating them i guess it doesn't affect ant brains it only affects human brains because they were chowing down on that entire group of zombified heroes slash villains yeah, it reminds me of the Prince of Egypt. 
Yes. Locust, the plagues. Yeah. No thanks. Now, now, does Hope not control wasps? She only controls <laughs> ants. Well, yeah, she she does control ants because it's the same technology as Hank Pym, but I believe in the comic she does control wasps. But in this, they are flying ants. Yeah, which mm. to me, some flying ants, I believe, do sting. So it's like, what's the difference? Also, I'm just saying, this seems like a great power to have that she used quite well in this scene, yet we don't see it the rest of the time. Welcome. To comic book stuff. Oh, come on. It's like, oh, two issues ago, you were able to defeat this person that's twice as powerful as this one with one single thing, but yet somehow you forgot how to do right, it. Right, <laughs> right. Hope does some other stuff later that I question. We'll get into it. <laughs> I will say, though, like, I'm a big fan because we see that no matter that the Avengers are zombies, they still have access to their power sets. Yes. I'm a big fan of that type of zombie in zombie media where they, like, still know how to do things yeah it just makes it more scary like if they're the very slow walking it's like okay you could probably just outrun them don't let them herd up right be fine but this zombies using magic zombies using iron man suit no thank you yeah they still have their skills yeah uh it would have been a much more boring episode if they didn't (laughs) (laughs) just walking around with all this stuff yeah i don't know what to do what would i be doing as one of these zombies i'd just be reading yeah (laughs) You're just sitting Throwing books. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> I just go back to work, I guess. <laughs> and then just look for brains every so often. Probably. <laughs> All right. In this universe, Hank Pym's Ant-Man and the Wasp's journey to the quantum realm to receive his long-lost wife, Janet, went badly wrong when he found her infected with a quantum zombie brain virus upon his arrival. When she returned, Janet started gnawing on everything within reach and the virus spread like wildfire affected millions. The whole Northeast was just gone within 24 hours. Yep. So Hank is responsible for two universes being fucked. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. We got to get rid of the Pims. That's it. The whole <laughs> Pim Brigade. I mean, this one was an accident. I will give him that. But also, like... You still caused it. Again, the problem with these zombies is that they still have the skills. So even though he got bitten and turned into a zombie in the quantum realm, he was like, hey, let's get back in this ride and go back and bite some people. (laughs) Yeah. Which is also scary, though, because so the quantum realm is just housing a zombie virus. Is that what's happening? I mean, looks like we need to disinfect the old quantum realm. (laughs) Let's give it a good old shot of the Pfizer. That's right. (laughs) Moderna. So Cap, Widow, Hawkeye, Iron Man, and Black Panther apparently set out with arguably the worst Cap plan ever to turn back the tide and get eaten by a bunch of zombies. I don't know what they, like, I mean, Tony Stark is, I almost said it the wrong way. Tony Is very smart. I don't know why they would just show up on a bridge of all places to just think that they can just destroy all the zombies i don't know also mini baby pim zombie was just waiting oh that okay zombies that are tiny that is terrifying because captain even see it and he got turned that's how he got turned by a little tiny mosquito right away imagine yeah imagine like why okay like so why wouldn't he just give his neck a good old slap what the heck happened to the rest of them why did they get eaten so quickly because zombies. They just landed dead in the middle. They're like, don't worry, we'll just go in the most populated 
area in San Francisco. It's so weird and on the bridge of all places. But yeah, they all died pretty quickly. And this like this is what number four or five that we've seen Black Widow die. Oh. I mean, we didn't really see her die, but she got she's she's dead. In this universe, the Avengers are dum dums. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. And say very inappropriate jokes at bad times. (laughs) That's what we've learned. This whole episode reminds me of early Marvel like movies and stuff because they did a lot more quips yeah in their in their dialogue and stuff and i felt like this one was like they were doing it a lot also you had spider-man and scott lang in the same thing so it was like okay there's gonna be there's gonna be quips scott lang there's a lot so spider-man takes bruce to meet the rest of the survivors including bucky barnes sharon carter happy hogan kirk which has no last name Mm -hmm. and okoye and explains how to make it through the apocalypse via a Spider-Man homemade vlog video of some sort. I just love that. Like, he lost everybody. Like, Aunt May lost all these people. But he's like, but hey, check out my vlog. <laughs> YouTube still exists. I guess it's like, how would a teenager tell the world how to save themselves? Yeah. You make a fun YouTube video. I did like all of the nicknames and the skills oh, for each of them. So it was happy, never actually happy Hogan. Mm-hmm. Skills, driving, coffee, boxing. <laughs> Kurt was just resident weirdo. And his uh, skills are languages, Slavic folklore, and crime. Yep. Bucky, silent but deadly Barnes. Murder, killer arm, heavy sleeper. And Sharon, oh. the blood. I know, that's all. I just got it. Yeah. <laughs> and Sharon, the blood bond carter, spycraft first aid eulogies. Yep. That's I like mean, a roast. She, she did give a good eulogy for Peggy. <laughs> <laughs> and then she gave Cap that old wank wank. Yeah, okay. Well, we don't talk about hey, that. Hey, boo. That's weird, right? I mean, yeah. it's weird. She said, you like what you see at the pulpit, baby. <laughs> Let's go. I know you liked my aunt, but I'm younger. <laughs> He dyed my hair. No, gross. <laughs> but the fact that he got Bucky to like agree to do this video, also like a shower scene, well, was I don't, amazing. I don't think he did. That's the whole point. They well, just surprised him. He wasn't showering, was he? Yes. No. Bucky Barnes parts hanging out in the wind. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's why he choked Kurt out. Okay. I will say that Sebastian Stan's voice acting was much better in this one. Agreed. Than it was in the first one. Yes. Because I didn't notice that it was bad. Good job, Mr. Stan. Mm -hmm. We stand the Stan. (gasps) (laughs) Shortly after, the group catches wind that another camp, Camp, is it Leahy? Lehigh. Lehigh. I could, every time they say, every time they said it, I was just like, what did they say? Leah? What? Anyway. (laughs) That camp has made progress on a cure, so they head out to reach them, train Busan style, which mm-hmm. is an amazing movie, by the way. You should watch it. Agreed. <laughs> While at Grand Central Station, Zombie Falcon and Hawkeye arrive and throw a wrench in the plan. Sadly, Happy is killed in the attack by Hawkeye, blam, blam, blam. further <laughs> dampening Peter's hope for a W, but the rest of the group manages to escape on a train. This whole scene, the visual <laughs> of... Falcon getting cut in half by Okoye is something that one, how, what is this rated? Because I feel like this episode really tipped the line of being like, is this rated MA? Because I see blood. I see people eating things. People are getting cut in half. Come on. I think the cartoon violence lowers the rating. Maybe. It's not like as realistic looking. Yeah. 
Although I will say I did not like seeing the arrows through the shoulders. Yeah, when Happy got... got Ooh, and then Sharon? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Got pinned to a wall with an arrow. Yeah. Which, okay, let me say, uh, one, Hawkeye still has yet to win me over <laughs> in the MCU. I still cannot stand him. Why was he able to shoot that well, both of them? He shot Happy in the shoulder, was able to pull him back, shot Sharon, pinned her against the wall, but then he shot like three more times and missed her, and he was like five feet in front of her. Come on. I know the suspense, and I know it's for the plot, but like, We are having problems with the storytelling, Marvel, okay? Yeah, I also like that he like, kind of like pops out of the shadows, and he's just like, eh. We're like, oh, it's Hawkeye, got it. <laughs> yeah, which I was like, okay, scary. Yeah, like, and, and also, Happy's blaming as he's getting pulled to him and doesn't hit him once. <laughs> well, to be fair, it's dark, so like, I give it to him, but the fact that he was blaming after he turned into a zombie was fantastic. Agreed. I loved it. We all keep our skills. <laughs> so good. <laughs> all right. So after the rest of the group manages to escape and gets on the train, Zombie Cat climbs aboard and turns Sharon into a zombie. Bye-bye, Power Broker. Which leads <laughs> to Bucky fighting him. And this gives us a tiny itty-bitty bit of time where, like, Bucky is capped. When he grabs a shield and he uses it to cut Cap in half. But, yay, he puts it on his back, you know? <laughs> and he says, sorry, pal. I guess this is the end of the line. Okay, his voice acting is better in this one. I made no promises about his lines. <laughs> I, yeah. I will say, I will say, I did like the little moment where Bucky was talking to Cap after Cap had bitten Sharon. And you see her little, like, pinky finger like give a little tick because the the virus is taking over her body and she's reanimating. The virus works very fast. So fast. That's scary. Happy was blaming and then a second later full on running as a zombie. Zombie blaming. Yeah. Yeah. The blaming. The blaming. The shot with zombie camp on the tr- like coming up on the train the close up and everything is great. I thought it was one of the more like horror focused shots. Mm. In this episode, but I do love that these episodes have scenes like this in every single one where, depending on the genre of story that they're telling, they use like the cinematic, I guess, camera shots in a way to convey that genre. And I felt like this one really did it. It was like actiony and also horror-y. Yeah. I liked it. I like it. There's like very small creative things that you notice each of these episodes has a different like fingerprint on it. And I like it a lot. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I really liked that cap moment. (laughs) I'm good with words. Hope ends up saving Bucky by shrinking and then expanding inside of zombie Sharon, but gets infected because she had a cut on her arm. Where'd she get the cut from? I don't know, but she's infected now. They just explained. She didn't watch the video because in the video, they're like saliva. And then she's like, I'll go in her mouth. Oh, that makes sense. Come on, okay. Hope. Hope. I, w- I was thinking, I was like, what if she just had the cut and it was like she was going to be fine? Yeah, and true. Then she sacrificed herself and it was like, oops. She's like, all right, kill me. <laughs> I Yeah, because that's another thing. Can we talk about that? Right? So she had a cut on her arm. She went in her mouth. There's saliva right away. So she didn't get bitten. I'm like, okay, maybe if you get bitten, it happens faster. But we just said how fast it takes over. It probably is... Bitten. And then in this moment, she had like 
at least 30 minutes. Yeah, it, it is weird. That's the only thing in like the zombie genre that's weird. It's like, I know The Walking Dead tried to describe it of like, you know, if you get bit on the ankle and you amputate that limb fast enough, the virus can't get to your heart, which mm. then would pump it everywhere. So mm. it's like, maybe because it was a cut and it wasn't physically bitten with the zombie, then it's just going to take longer because she was fighting it because she is the embodiment of hope. I don't know. <laughs> because she believed. She believed. So, um, yeah, she's fighting off the infection, but it doesn't. She doesn't have long, and then they re- reach the camp. Yeah. <laughs> That's the next part. And it's at. like, a train surrounded by that many zombies just sounds like a Monday morning to me. Yeah. Ugh. There's a lot of zombies at this camp. Terrible. Yeah. I will say the chemistry between Hope and Peter in this episode was just absolutely amazing. The Spider-Man in this universe really lost everyone he was closest to, but in spite of everything that happened, he still had hope. Oh, my Both God. Both hope the person and hope the what is it emotion feeling feeling what is hope what this is too deep what What is hope like if you were to say like because you know love is a feeling is hope a feeling too or is it a state of you feel hopeful i feel hopeful okay yeah is hopeful the same thing as having hope yes (laughs) synonyms synonyms i'm just just making sure no i think so (laughs) Hey guys, comment below. I never, <laughs> I never say these things out loud. And when I say them out loud, I'm like, wait, why is that that way? Do I sound crazy? <laughs> but in the end, Hope makes a noble sacrifice while getting the survivors over the hordes of zombies to the camp. I, I will say that one of the biggest emotional punches in this episode is after she lets all of them down. She says, smile for me, okay? When she's talking to Peter. And I was just like, oh. And then the next thing she should have done was hit the button to shrink herself. Why? Because oh. we really need a giant zombie. Oh, yeah. She wasn't thinking about that. And also, yeah. all right, listen. You're not a zombie yet. Do me a favor. Stomp on a couple more of them for me. <laughs> just scoop Lay a bunch down of them up. Lay and roll. Crush them. Why didn't we do this? It's poor planning. She just got her visor punched in, you know, and she had the virus working through her body. Like That would have been part of my plan. All right, I'm going to get really big. And then once I drop you guys off, I'm going to stop, drop, and roll. Mm. And I'm going to steamroll these zombies and make a zombie paste. Maybe she was just like, you know what? I just walked a whole like three feet this I'm way. Tired. I'm tired. I don't want to. <laughs> you guys are on your own. <laughs> but anyway, the emotional impact of oh, that sure, scene sure, was sure. still good. Yeah. <laughs> They're like the duo I did not know I wanted, and I can't wait to see more of them. And the MCU, hopefully, that they both survived. Hopefully. Get... Okay. You know, the episode did that <laughs> enough. <I'm... laughs> I didn't know if they were talking about the person hope or the, the feeling hope or both of them at the same time. I'm done with it. Little did... So that's the whole thing. In these last two episodes, hope has been the main through line. Mm. So I think the big reveal for phase four is that Hope Van Dyne is the newest, greatest Avenger. Hope, you're our only hope. Like, help me, Obi-Wan, oh, you're my, my only And hope. then she's going to the galaxy. Oh, my God, it's crazy. <laughs> More space adventures. <laughs> so at the camp, they notice that the zombies don't want to step foot past the boundary. <clears throat> they then discover Vision is the one who found a cure through the power of the Mind Stone, which is also what's keeping the zombies away. It's always frequencies. They never explain what frequencies mean, why everybody just knows what that means, it's fine. 
But I feel like, especially in the MCU, they're like, these frequencies make these people's heads explode. These frequencies give people more power. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's always frequencies. Oh, frequencies and just words that like I didn't even try and take notes on. <laughs> like like <laughs> Dr. Banner was like, it's a hyperflimineferneganofenernum. Oh, the hexala, hexa something code? Yeah. yeah and then no. he said something like that when they get to Vision, too. I'm like, all right. I don't know. This sounds like a fakey fake. This is why we need Darcy Lewis to say stuff. Yes. Because even though she does say that type of stuff, there's always a dumb person around that she has to then explain it. Yeah. Always happens, but I love the way she explains it. So, And you know what? I was just going to say, I'm like, you're right. We need Darcy in these what if episodes. But you know what? I don't want Darcy in these episodes because I don't want to see Darcy die. <laughs> yeah. Her and Jimmy need to stay far, far away yes. from what if. They're just in their own little pockets of the universe doing cool things and being awesome. I'm surprised. Hmm. What if we do get like a WandaVision what if? Or Loki what? No. Because I know we're getting a Black Widow based on the movie episode next season for what if. But I don't know how. Oh, whatever. Zombie vision. Yeah, I'm confused. Well, we'll, zombie we'll vision. Zom, zombie vision. <laughs> so turns out Vision was only meant. He only managed to cure the severed head of Scott Lang. Because why not? I mean. It can happen. Because they said, if you didn't think there were enough quips in the first half of this episode, we're going to dial it up to a thousand. They literally brought the two quippiest people into one show. And it was fine. Like, I felt like, really? Okay, if I'm going to be honest, the only one that I rolled my eyes at that Scott said was Wingardium Leviosa. I was like, okay. Yeah, I get it. It's because the cape is flying and you're flying. No, don't do that. I would just like, okay. Also, that's Warner Brothers, not Disney. I mean, also true. <laughs> Infringement. Um, I'm just like, okay. Look, I love a quip. I can't stop with quips. I, I love a joke. We all know that, right? That's like the point of me being here. But like, I'm sorry if someone was being eaten. I don't think I would make a quip about them being eaten. Well, you're not Scott <laughs> Especially someone that was like my friend. Yeah, I, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I think that was one of the issues that some people had with some of the MCU movies. It was like, okay, it's a little quippy, like, there's jokes all the time. This one felt that way, where I was mm, just mm, like, mm, mm, mm. there's a quip, but for some reason, it's like when Spider-Man was doing it, it was like, okay, like, it, it's clear that he's, like, hiding his sadness. Mm -hmm. He's always trying to stay upbeat. Scott was just kind of being Scott, which was fine, but it did take away from the tone of some of it. Right. It was the juxtaposition of the tone. That's kind of what I was talking about before. It was like, look, we know this is gross and serious and people are dying. And I understand wanting to make it a little, give it a little more levity, but it's like they're not meshing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Scott's jokes just seemed not forced, but it was just like, eh, okay. Like, I, I could see that you were going to say something there. I hoped you wouldn't. They're like, we're paying did. this much for Rudd. <laughs> we're getting the most out of him that we can. They just asked him, okay, write like 15 jokes. We're going to use all of them. I don't care what they yeah, are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was great. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Okoye realizes that they can use Vision's research to cure the zombie population, but only from Wakanda, where the tech they need could easily be constructed because Wakanda is the best. And it's also the last human sanctuary on Earth. Because Wakanda's the best. Yeah. Plain and simple. Yeah. But Vision is hiding a dark secret that uh. Bucky discovers when he finds a still alive T'Challa in one of the labs. Whoopsies. 
Vision has been keeping Black Panther alive to feed his zombie witch bride because the Scarlet Witch's powers have resisted the treatment. I'm so tired of these two. They, they, <laughs> like, gee, okay, come on. Like, it is good, though, that if the roles were reversed in WandaVision, that Vision would do something just as terrible yeah. to keep his love for Wanda there. But it's like, his the good side of his powers can't help you because why? Come on. I mean, I would, yeah, I don't know. I feel like Vision is, like, logical enough to really think this through and not think it's the well, best he idea. didn't, though. He didn't until he saw his friends being attacked by his zombie bride. But it's like, I'm more scared of him, though, because he knew what he was doing. Oh, yeah. Wanda, Wanda. didn't know what she no. was doing. And she was a victim of grief and manipulation. So it's like, okay, that's fine. But Vision, he scares me because he's also a robot. And you know how stories with robots go. It never turns out great. Uh, no. <laughs> They take over and they don't care. Uh-uh. We saw what Ultron did. No, thank you. And he's Ultron. <laughs> yeah. Ish. I mean, they're all one and the same. Beautiful. Vision couldn't bring himself to kill her, obviously. Ob. I'm saying that like I didn't write this. So, <laughs> so, he, tried, so he tried to contain her. But she's awake now and Kurt is her first meal. Bye. Bye, Kurt. You, you were great in Ant-Man, but you are... Wanda's first meal. And as he's being eaten, Scott yells out, watch out, she's a man-eater. Inappropriate. Uh, of course, Wanda, like, zombie Wanda is terrifying. I, I want to She the visuals for her in this episode were just chef's kiss. Amazing. I loved it. That's not how you do a chef's kiss. Nope. <laughs> Most likely feeling guilty seeing his friends attacked, Vision helps them escape with a nearby quad jet, but he can't bring himself to leave his beloved, which is sweet, I guess. I mean, he he lured people there to be her meals anyway, so it was like, you might as well just stay there with it. He commits suicide by pulling a Mind Stone from his head, so that hope remains for a cure. I didn't realize how many hope things I put in this when I was writing it, so I'm sorry. H. O. <laughs> P-E, hope, hope, you and me, Aww, zombie. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> Which one do you like? <laughs> Wait, there was more than one? Well, I, I, I edit it. I oh, edited it. Oh, edit it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, again, how many times are we going to see Vision die? Look, one way or another, someone or something or is plucking that stone out of his head. That's just his He did his it way. himself this yeah, time. Yeah, I know. Four times we've seen him die. Four. Four. Okay, Vish. Vish, you know how powerful zombie Zwanda is, okay? Zwanda. So Zwanda. maybe do something about it before you sacrifice yourself. Zwanda. Okay. <laughs> Did you mean to say Zwanda? Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, I've been, every time you say like zombie someone, I keep trying to put them together and Zwanda just works. I felt the There's best. Zwanda, Zucky. <laughs> Uh, well, Sharon Zarder. No. <laughs> <laughs> but we could also go the other way, like Shambi. Oh, Akoise. Ooh, Akoise. that's a good one. Akoise? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sc- Scott Zang. 
Peter Zarker. Captain America zombie. (laughs) (laughs) Zombie America. Give us, comment below and tell us, um, make up some good zombie names. (laughs) Yeah, tell us your favorite (laughs) mush together zombie names. (laughs) Both Okoye and Zucky fall to Zwanda Mm. and soon Zeus sacrifices himself to, to Zala. Mm-hmm. No, I can't. No, I can't. Keep going. This. No, okay. So both Okoye <laughs> and Bucky fall to Wanda, and soon Bruce sacrifices himself so that T'Challa, Peter, and Scott Lang can flee on the jet. Prior to that, uh, the fight between all of them were, was fantastic. Wanda is absolutely terrifying. Again, yeah. I've said it, but just seeing her do her her moments that she did when she kind of came back in Endgame, where she's just a force to be reckoned with. She can hold back the Hulk. Oh, I'm so excited for her and. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Like, I just want her... She's now the Scarlet Witch. I want her to just let loose, do it. Yeah, I'm, like, a little afraid, though. I'm so afraid that this character that we all sort of fell in love with and 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 saw become the power that she always could be is going to have, like, a Phoenix moment from don't, X-Men. Don't you dare. Do you know what I mean? No. Right? Because that's the whole thing. I know thing. what you mean, but no. <laughs> right? Because doesn't she, she creates that whole reality with, with the kids and the, like, you know, in the comics and everything, and they're like, we gotta kill her. Yeah, I mean, in this one, I'm hoping that the kids are just Hope. kind of alive, but also if she's hearing them from another universe, either they went to another universe, like she did it without realizing it, or she's about to steal some other Wanda's kids, and I don't think we need two Wandas fighting each other because that's just um, that's a good point. Mayhem. Yeesh. No thanks. Anyway, co-parenting. Yeah. <laughs> you get every other weekend. Sort of co-parenting. <laughs> so Peter realizes that almost all the Avengers are now gone, but the always wise T'Challa consoles him in saying, "In my culture, death is not the end. They're, they are still with us as long as we do not forget them." And I'm just going to say, we all assumed, just like most people assumed, that episode three was going to be Bozeman's last hmm. T'Challa performance. This line, but this line, like, really serves as a poignant send-off yeah. for both him and his character. I was like, oh. Good call. Like, is that the last line he says is Black Panther? If so, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I think it's absolutely beautiful, and it really resonates with the character. It's like, oh, so good. So good. But while these remaining Avengers aspire to save the world once they get to Wakanda, the episode concludes as a zombified Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet is waiting to receive his final stone. Alas, it truly might be the end of the world. I thought he had all of the stones. No, that big middle one's missing. Oh. Yep. Gotcha. Wait, rewind the tape. Which one's the middle one? What is he missing? Is it the time stone? Doctor Strange. But he got the yellow stone. He got the mind stone at some point from them. Yeah, I'm confused. Yeah. yeah but the middle one. Oh, I don't oh, have my. A, oh. I was looking for my infinity gauntlet, but it's at work. Yeah. The middle <laughs> one on the back of his palm or the back of his back of his hand. hand. <laughs> well, I guess on the back of his palm. No, because this isn't a palm. Yeah, but it's the back of his palm. Okay. The back of his palm. is. I'm, I'm trying to help you. Isn't the back of the palm just the inside middle of the hand? <laughs> Guts. As you can see, we're not scientists nor biologists. <laughs> I never said I was a scientist. <laughs> yeah, but these, I mean, the episode, I was like, okay, maybe it's going to end well. Like, it's going to go to Wakanda and they'll find the cure. But I'm curious, like... 
again, this feels like there could be a part two. Like there could have been more. So are we going to get part twos this season or wait? Or is it somehow going to conclude? I don't know. I To me, it's just kind of like the watchers like, wink, you know what happens now, wink. It's <laughs> an old zombie snap. Well, I mean. Zombies got it. They're already dead. So like, why do you, oh, I guess not the universe. Does Thanos, well, what would zombie very Thanos like, do? Oh, yeah, no. What would zombie Thanos take away? But Still it, half the population? Yeah, That's I, weird. Yeah, but I guess it's, I don't, yeah, I don't know. But I don't know. It seems like your main driving force is still there. So, you know, zombie Thanos was on a mission to get, to give the, give the old snap. I wonder, like, how would that even work out? Because, I mean, Peter went away during the snap, so he'd be gone. Scott was stuck in the, the quantum realm when it happened, so maybe his head would still be there. T'Challa got snapped, mm-hmm. so okay, good luck, head of Scott. <laughs> I guess he'll get rid of Avenger. half the zombies. That's cool. <laughs> Just the cloak of, of levitation with Scott's head. He's going to save the universe. Ba, ba, ba. God, that'd well, be at least pretty baller. Peter Quill's not going to be there, so they can get. He could probably just take the Infinity Gauntlet off of him. That's true. He messed that up on Titan. Just saying. Never forget Peter Quill for questioning Thanos after Gamora died. Never. Nope. Mm-mm. Dummy. Big Good old for you. Dummy. Okay, that's all I got for this. <laughs> so, yeah, me too. So many mixed emotions. It was great. I mean, there wasn't too many Easter eggs in this one. It was a fun zombie ride. I liked it. I don't think it's my favorite of this series yeah. so far, but uh, it's not my least favorite. I, I, It could have been more fun if they leaned more into the zombie genre, mm. right? Like, really make it creepy zombie. Yeah, I feel like if it was... Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I they, it seemed like they were trying to do a little bit of a zombie land-ish mm. shtick to it, where it was like, it had some good action, it had, like, tiny, itty-bitty terrifying moments, but a lot of it was just kind of upbeat, mm-hmm. you know? So it was like, I definitely would have preferred more of, like, the Evil Dead situation yeah. as opposed to the zombie land situation. Yeah. I mean, Evil Dead has to do with demons, but they're, like, undead demons. You so know, World War Z, 28 days later. <laughs> Ooh. All that stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for me. All right. Shall we get into the special segment? <laughs> yes, sir. Welcome to another edition of Things That Make You Go What? <laughs> so today I'm feeling inspired by a zombie's favorite food, brains. Oh, he said themed special oh, segment. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also think that this segment could be called the only edition of brain facts. Uh-huh. Uh, you. Is that bird facts? That sounds like bird facts. What it's, season was that? It was Falcon, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yep. Two? Two ago? Yep, because Loki and then Falcon and no, Three ago. Because of the movies, yep. No, and also uh, Shadow and Bone. Wow. What day is it? We've talked about a lot of TVs. So <laughs> many pop cultures. Oh All my right. gosh. All right. <laughs> so there are many interesting facts about the brain, like when we first wake up, the brain. <laughs> I lost it. Yeah, my you brain, lost your brain. My brain isn't yeah. working. The, <laughs> the brain produces 12 to 25 watts of electricity, which is enough to power a small light bulb. <laughs> Ding! Sorry, that's so dumb. That's a fun little light bulb on your head. I know, but like... You know, like how... when you get an idea? Yeah. Ding, a light bulb. I want, I want to make a hat where whenever I wake up, it dings. 
Like a potato clock, only yeah, it's your brain. In my head. But that way you know I'm up and oh. you don't try to wake me up. No. Because it doesn't work out. No. Don't go near <laughs> you in the morning. Learn that. <laughs> um, another fun fact is the human brain contains approximately 100 billion neurons, which pass messages to each other at up to 250 miles per hour. Take that, Uber Eats. That's right. And no surcharge. Ah. Um, but one of my favorite morsels, get it? Zombie brains eating. Okay. <laughs> is that a brain freeze is actually a warning. What? So when you eat or drink something that is too cold, it chills the blood vessels and arteries in the very back of your throat, including the ones that take blood to your brain. These uh -huh. constrict when they're cold and open back up when they're warm again, causing uh -huh. the pain in your forehead. This is your brain telling you to stop what you're doing because you're going to mess it up. If you freeze things too much, then you'll stop getting blood to your brain. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So your brain's like, I'm going to I'm going to make make you feel this pain so you stop it. <laughs> stop That's your so nonsense. That's so weird. Isn't that weird? I don't like that. This so, scares me. Now I'm never going to drink anything ice cold. Well, there you go. <laughs> and so I would just say listen to your brain and put down the ice cream. Wow. Whatever you're drinking. Wow. But yeah, the brain is a wonderful thing. Um, and it's made mainly of fat. And I could see why zombies would want to just give a little, little choo-choo. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So there you go. Just wow. a little brain, brain facts for you. What were the other options to, uh, for your special segment? I'm always curious. What do you mean? Did you have anything? Because like, were you, did you have anything in the back end before you found out this was about zombies or like? No, I kind of go into it uh, like a little blind every week. Oh. And I'm like. You know, I do some research, I see if any facts kind of catch my eye, and then this one kind of, it, it was funny, I was, I had discovered one about the brain, and I was like, oh, this is kind of cool, and then I kind of really dug in, and I was like, okay, there's a couple of fun things here. <laughs> yeah, the brain has some facts. <laughs> just a couple of facts, just some things that might make you say, what? <laughs> all right we're clearly clearly Query. a little delirious as always and it's very hot in here it's so hot and oh you're wearing my God. a flannel yes i'm sweating yeah we turn the air conditioner off so there's the sound humming the back for y'all but we're dying what is happening oh <laughs> he's currently going through seven of his personalities right Take care, guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to A Bite Of, artwork and editing by our own Noah. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on Instagram at A Bite Of Pod and on Facebook at A Bite Of. If you have questions, recommendations, or just want to say hi, you can email us at abiteofpod at gmail.com. You can find us on all podcast platforms. Please be sure to rate and review to spread the word. Hope you join us next time on A Bite Of. Bye. Bye.